All right, welcome back to another episode of Amen, Brother Ben. It's the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus and guarding ourselves from the idolatry that is Christian nationalism. It's it's theological, even though it can seem political, and there's certainly political overtones to it. But what I, my problem with this is we're not even. The Bible is clear. If it's a sin, we call a sin a sin sin. Wow. Sin is sin. That is, I mean, that should be pretty obvious, but it's kind of not because what I've noticed as I have been going through this series called Fake News versus Good News, depending on your, your lane of these beliefs, sin does not get covered um, evenly. Um, for instance, Progressive. I said, talked about this last week, how progressive Christianity, quote fingers, progressive, really should be called regressive, regressive Christianity, we'll call it, uh, liberal left-wing Christianity has a tendency um, to really hone in on, you know, doing good things for poverty, uh, for racial reconciliation, as uh, very kind and open to immigrants. And again, you can have some, there's some pretty subtle gray, um, nuanced discussions we can have about some of these topics, immigration, race, etc. that that you can come down in very different places and still have a good heart. So, but I'm saying that overall as a general rule, progressive Christians do well, but they blatantly, obviously ignore what I think are pretty big sins. For instance, the sexual ethic that that God uh, provides for us in His Word, um, whether it be homosexuality, promiscuity, you know, polyamory, as the saying goes, um, a lot of that seems to be accepted. In fact, encouraged. Um, so is the this whole transgender movement, which I know needs to be taken with nuance. I know it's a tough conversation, uh, but ultimately, when you get down to it. It's a rejection of God's natural order of things. Same thing with abortion. You know, a big sin that uh, the left just doesn't seem to think is a problem. You know, taking life and you know, the, you, you have a you, you are in safer shape as a as a puppy or you know an egg of a endangered fish or a tree in certain forests than you are a human being in the womb according to this disoriented and, and backwards way of thinking. But that's not who we're, we're roasting today. We're roasting uh, the Christian nationalists who are really big on abortion. And they're really big on, on the marriage debate and the homosexuality. and the. But then they, they kind of overlook a lot. Um, you see that. When you compare, you know, political leadership and you say, well, yeah, you know, he's, he's not a, we heard this a lot with Donald Trump. I did a little bit of it myself. Like I'm not hiring him as a pastor. So yeah, he says some things that aren't great, but you know, he gets the big ones, right? And again, not gonna, not gonna go back and critique who you voted for because both of our presidential choices had some obvious issues 
this past time. What I mean, though, I think the whole general idea here is, is that we have to understand and view sin in any shape or form as a threat, as as, as something to uh, be swept up in our pursuit of holiness. Now, I know it. I don't want to, there's been a lot of churches that focus a lot on that and the purity culture. And if you mess up, there's no forgiveness, there's no grace, there's no mercy. And that's not what I want. But we we have the opposite problem in our culture today where we don't like to, uh, we don't like to talk about sin. We don't like to talk about the things, at least sins that the Bible uh, has, has, has told us about. And it's funny to me that depending on the, the set status quo of the culture, things become more and more of a big deal. Um, you know, there's a lot of non-Christian, non-conservative uh, folks in Hollywood, obviously, if you know anything about Hollywood. and the, 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 there's, there's a general line of thinking that doesn't quite match up with the Bible Belt. Let's put it that way. But have you noticed that a lot of the, well, the it was the epicenter of the Me Too movement it's you hear reports all the time about uh famous actors and uh executives and and you know rich folk that you know rich and powerful folk um sinning in a in a very um what's the word uh misogynistic way in a very you know demeaning women um and having some kind of some backwards ways of doing things and it's a big deal now because it's the, the victims are women, which is, you know, now, fortunately, I'm not saying that they can't take it too far, but I think it's good that now people are starting to listen to uh, the cries of victims uh, that may not be the, the mainstream uh, folks that, you know, the, the, the ones that are up and in and in power, but sin is sin, no matter what. You know, uh, the Bible says, Romans 3.23, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Uh, James tells us that if if you could keep the whole law, all those crazy Old Testament rules and regulations, but you, fa- you fail on one little thing, then they're going to throw the book at you. You're accountable for, for it all. And, and that shows us, that, that was designed to show us just how holy God is and how wretched we are. And it's hard when you understand our wretchedness, when you understand our fallenness, to pick and choose which sin is a big deal and which sin needs to be addressed, right? Now, if you don't have that humility and you don't have that that view on your own sin, then it's very easy to pick, uh, pick out these sins that maybe advance your political agenda or your own worldview in such a way. And you think, well, this is a big deal. I'm going to, you know, put, you know, I'm slam the pavement. I'm going to get these things, uh, get attention and awareness on this, the sin that, that keeps happening. Well, it's easy for you to say when you're not the one doing it, right? It's very easy to, to, to point out the speck in someone else's eye without removing the log in your own. Jesus knew that, which is why he told us, hey, make sure that you are uh, humbly keeping an eye on yourself because all sin puts a barrier between us and God. So whether whether that's abortion, 
whether that's homosexuality, whether that's gluttony, whether that's anger, whether that's pride and arrogance and a quick temper, all those things, yes, they may have uh, different extremes of consequences in the world, but they are all equally damnable. They all send us to hell apart from Jesus. They all cause us to have a need for a savior. And that humility is going to be really key. So when you're, let's say, you know, um, let's say that abortion really makes you mad or homosexuality really crawls under your, or sexual sin in general is really a, a big deal to you. Yet you can have no, you won't lose a wink of sleep uh, if you're just a total jerk today or you're, you're inconsiderate or you're harsh to someone in need. That's, that's not the Christ-like attitude that we need to have. Sin is sin. We should go after it. We should, we should make it our, one of our goals each day to, to just absolutely crucify and destroy any sin that's getting in the way that Paul says is, is tripping us up in our journey towards Christ and, and holding us back towards running the race that we should. And so I encourage you today uh, to take a few minutes and pray. Yes, pray for those sins that you hate. Pray for those things that really, oh, you know, you may have a, a drive for ending human trafficking. You may, you may really have a passion for some other sin that's going on. But also, while you're praying, pray that God gives you a hatred for all of your sin and a forgiveness and an understanding uh, for everyone that you come into contact with so that you can handle this thing with the right uh, balance Right, of holiness and forgiveness so that we can lead more and more folks uh, to pursuing Christ as well. So I'm praying that for you today.